1: Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. We love... Just get fighting. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real boys.
2: We came to this future to find the Federation in pieces. Quadrants and sectors, planets and families divided. So much uncertainty and disconnection. But the Burn and the DMA have shown us that we are all connected. And we can overcome any challenge so long as we do it together. The Federation is continuing to help impacted worlds recover. Many have since joined us. Their perspectives are helping us all see more clearly. Navarre is back. Teller Prime never left. And Doria is now in talks. And today, we greet the President of United Earth.
1: Oh no, it's Stacey Abrams! No. Madam President, Madam President.
2: Welcome. I am so pleased that you've come. We are eager to begin diplomatic discussions. Nothing to discuss. United Earth is ready, right now, to rejoin the Federation. And nothing could make me happier than to say those words. Thank you. Thank you all. Captain, may I have a word? Of course. Bringing the Federation back together again has been a great start. but There are countless worlds out there to still be explored. So many are looking for understanding, connection. Better tomorrow. There's a lot of work to do.
1: Are you ready for that? There's a lot of ballot harvesting to do. I am. Are you ready for that? There's a lot of cheating to do. Are you ready for that? Let's go harvest some ballots. Dun-da-da-da! (laughs) <laughs> oh my, Atlanta! Talk about cringe. Look, the lady couldn't even cheat and be the governor of Georgia. She dang sure will never be the president of the United States, let alone the president of the of the world of Earth. <laughs> Wow, ladies and gentlemen, talk about cringe and talk about a way to start off the show. Apparently, she got hired to go on some new Star Trek TV show or whatever that show is and, um, and play the president of Earth. Like I said, she couldn't be the governor of a state while cheating. She's never going to be the president of the United States let alone the president of Earth. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. It is Friday, folks, and you are uh, here with your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it is an honor to be here with you like every other day. And it is Friday, folks. We made it through another week of ups and downs. Fighting, laughs, and cries, but we made it through another week together, and we were able to raise money this week for people, and we were able to uh, to really uh, pray for a lot of people this week and send out a lot of Bibles, ladies and gentlemen. At, at that, we uh, right now. My daughter is in the uh, the other room, packing up and sending out Bibles uh, by the. I think we got about eighty to a hundred Bibles getting ready to go out, and I just want to thank you all. Remind, and as a reminder, you can go to jeremyherald.com, dot com, and you can uh, request a Bible, a free Bible, to anybody that needs one in your family. And we have a lot of different, uh, a lot of different styles of Bibles. So just put in there what version that you would like, and we'll try to get it to you as soon as possible. There's even a notes section for you to leave anything that you would like. So. Make sure you guys check that out. You can also catch Live From America, not only on Real America's Voice News, but you can also look it up on Rumble. You can listen to it on iHeartRadio. You can watch it on Getter, Roku, Firestick, all of the Real America's Voice News digital distribution platforms. And, ladies and gentlemen, when all else fails, just go to JeremyHarrell.com, and you can watch and listen to everything Right from there, let me give some live shout outs to those who are watching. Wendy, good to see you. Bargain Queen, how are you? Rose Bud, good to see you. Thank you very much. She says, Stay the course. We focus on saving America, please. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I agree 100%. Chavez is in the building. Sylvia is watching on Rumble. God bless you, Sylvia. Kristen Donovan is watching. God bless you, Kristen. How are the kids? I hope they're well. I hope everybody in the family is doing good. Thank you for watching tonight. Want to give a big shout-out to our producer, the LFA producer, always in the chats, letting people, uh, uh, taking requests from people and answering questions. Carol from Pennsylvania, good to see you. God bless you. Thanks for joining in tonight. Deb from Illinois. Lisa from Missouri. Let's shoot over to Getter real quick because we know we got Getter coming in hot over there. Amanda Kitts, thank you for watching on Getter I appreciate you. Sherry, good to see you watching on Getter. Thomas Hamaker from Southwest Texas, good to see you. Big shout out to the Real America's Voice Getter family. We've got a growing family of people over there who are just really dedicated. You know who you are. I, sh- I talked w- with you during the commercial breaks, and I just want to say thank you for watching. One more here, let's give it to Suzanne. And one more, let's give it to Miguel Ortiz. Good to see you, Miguel. Thank you for joining in. Here on Live from America tonight, ladies and gentlemen, look, it's been a long week, like I've said. But one thing we're going to do on tonight's show, since it's a Friday, is we're going to focus very heavily on the things that we have accomplished this week through news articles. News news articles that show you things that we have accomplished, not only this week, but in this last year. A lot of people say, what's being done about it? When we're talking about the election, a lot of people will say, what's being done when we're talking about removing rhinos? What is being done about uh, securing election laws in each one of these states so they can't cheat again? What's being done? Because the mainstream media is never going to report to you our wins. They're only going to report to you our losses. So one of the things about joining us here on Live from America and most of the shows on Real America's Voice News is that you're going to get the real stories of America win, lose, or draw. And we do have a lot of wins to talk about, and we are going to talk about some of them tonight, okay? Um, Let's get into Jesus Calling. Well, before we do that, I do want to give a few more shout-outs here. I apologize. I had some stuff written down here I didn't want to forget. Jeff Diedrich. Shout-out to Jeff Diedrich. Marla Ryan. Thank you so very much for all of the Bibles and the donation. Bridget and Ed Morris, thank you for your check donation. Mr. and Mrs. Bergen, thank you for your check donation. And Alan and Karen Conan, God bless you. And thank you for helping uh, finance life from America. Let's go to the Lord, folks. We've been, we've been doing a lot of soul searching here lately. You guys have been helping me. You've been praying for me to make sure that I stay the course. This is a very difficult job. I never, ever would have imagined the kind of work that goes into this job and the kind of stress and anxiety that could come if we did not have the Lord and our great B-I-B-L-E. Here we are, March 18th, year of our Lord, 2022. It says, trust me here and now. This path is not of your choosing, but it is of my way for you. Wait, hopefully, in my presence and watch to see what I will do. Isaiah 50:10, reminds us who among you fears the Lord and obeys the word of his servant. Let him who walks in the dark, who has no light, trust in the name of the Lord and rely on his God. And also from uh, Micah 7:7, 7, 7, it reads, therefore, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God, for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me and that is a promise to God or to from God to you. He will hear you no matter what if you call out in his name. And before you turn out the light tonight, cling to my hand. My presence goes with you. What I like about these books like Jesus calling and Jesus listening is that for beginner Christians and even for longtime Christians, they just give you words of encouragement, little little tiny devotionals. And then they reference where they pull those devotionals from. A lot of people will say, well, why would you read from that? Why would you not read directly from the Bible? And I do read directly from the Bible in the morning show through the morning newsletter. But in the evening, I like to do something a little different because those little short excerpts are words of encouragement that actually guide you back to what verses they were pulling them from and what what better way to do it than that. I mean, it's so beautiful and it's so great. And I just love reading from these books. And I thank all of you who send me these books and these books that have that are just full of words of encouragement. Let's go to the Lord right now, folks. Let's remove our cap. Something that I forgot to do this morning during the Lord's Prayer. I apologize. And let's say the Lord's Prayer together and think of all of those who asked for prayers during this week. All of those who have been diagnosed with cancer and that are looking for help with their bills. We're all in some dire straits right now, but God will provide. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven. Folks, I do not believe in starting off anything of importance whatsoever without praying to God to guide us on our journey or during the show or anything, because like I said, we can do nothing on our own and we can do nothing of good without God behind us. Amen. Let's take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News on this beautiful Friday evening, a day away from St. Paddy's Day going into the weekend. We'll be right back. My live from America family. How we doing? Well, I just noticed one thing, and that is that our, uh, our, our lower, our, our, our words, scrolling words at the bottom were going across. So we're going to get rid of those because those are from earlier today. Um, but I do, want to, I do want to address a few things with you. We reached out to, um, uh, to the, the lady that was, felt offended this morning when um, I compared her accusation to ignoring us. Uh, to Le- to Leslie Stall, and I in no way was actually saying you are like her. I said don't don't pull a Leslie Stall. Don't accuse us something of something that didn't happen just because we were just talking about that, and it ended up offending uh, offending her. And I just want to say that I am sorry for that offending you. You know, I'm a straight shooter. I joke around a lot. Sometimes people don't know how to take what I'm saying, but in no way did that come from a a place of anger or anything like that. So. Uh, We have reached out uh, through email and uh, even forwarded the email that we had sent uh, referencing the help that uh, that she did need uh, even yesterday. So uh, just make sure that you check your email, make sure that it's in the right folder and uh, just know that we would never, ever, 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 ever. say anything out of anger to any one of our audience members or our family members. Uh, it's Pharrell, mom, but I don't know, the, you know, I can't remember her actual name. Eli uh, possibly has it pulled up right now. Again, folks, we get a, we, I just want everybody to know that for the Slurp Fund, for money that we have raised to help people out, when we say we have, say, $2,000 in the Slurp Fund, that's not $2,000 for one person in the slurp fund, it's two thousand dollars that we take from, and then we rely on other donations to come in on top of that uh, to help out. So we kickstart it, and we get people to help out, and that's how it works. And we do have a folder, and that folder is pretty thick of people who need help. And we feel we felt the only way that was true uh, and fair to be able to help people out was to just go through them one by one as um, for the for the uh, order that they come in. So I just wanted to reiterate that, okay? Um, stop now and pray for Becky 80. Well, let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and do that. Lord in heaven, we pray to you for the friends and the family that watch this show, including Becky, who has been diagnosed with brain cancer, Lord. Again, we ask that you cover her in an armor of God, show her restoration and health, and show her the miracle of, 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 of the Lord our Almighty. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, See, we got some birthdays. I didn't see whose birthday it was. And yes, thank you, Bargain Queen, for thanking all the donors. I really appreciate that. Zelensky is a member of the WEF, and he has planted. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Of course. Of course. Been trying to say that for some time now. I'm glad it's starting to finally seep out into the, into the, uh, the mainstream conversations anyway. All right, let's come back. And let's go through this first part of the show, which is going to touch on Zelensky and some things that I found today that are not not very good. They're not very good. We'll say that. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. We got one heck of a show for you tonight. So if you are uh, planning on staying up late, you might want to stay locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Now, part of my job here, is to spend anywhere from five to eight hours every single day of the week, including weekends. Well, it's not so many hours on the weekend, but definitely during the week, five to eight hours, literally just monitoring news from all over the country and from all over the world, preferably from smaller, more informed publications that actually give the truth in the news before it gets filtered all the way up to the mainstream fake news machine. Okay? And also scouring the web, the interweb, for anything that either backs up what the mainstream machine is reporting on or that exposes what the mainstream media is reporting on. That's the method to my madness. And I gotta tell you, folks, I gotta tell you, in my attempts to do this, I find myself breaking stories faster than the mainstream machine these days. And the crazy thing about that is, is I'm not doing anything special except good old-fashioned hard work and journalism. And it's amazing when you really put your nose to the grind and you can do this as a job and spend the hours to really find this stuff out, what really starts coming up, what you, what, what you really start unearthing as you look back on the web. And what I told you this morning was the good thing for the Internet is that it never forgets. And if you know where and you have the resources, you can find out some stuff that really exposes a lot of the lies that we're seeing and hearing today on mainstream media. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do got to tell you one more time, I spend so many hours doing this that I literally have to have doctors' suggestions and advice to make sure that I protect myself from blue light exposure exposure all day, and I have to literally take breaks away from this stuff. So I never realized how much work it actually is in journalism, but... If you put your nose to the grind, you can find out the truth. Now, Zelensky was president. Vladimir Zelensky was president of Ukraine in 2019. Right. Earlier on the 11 a.m. show, I showed you a a piece that Time magazine did about exposing neo-Nazis in Ukraine three years ago before this war that we're experiencing right now was ever even really put into place or at least so we thought, okay? So Zelensky was president in 2019 this morning. I showed you that story about the neo-Nazi uh, piece from Time Magazine. That was also from 2019. Now I want to play you an interview that I found from a Ukrainian publisher called Kledio, where Zelensky's advisor to the head of the office of the president, which is, uh, which is L- Zelensky, um, to the office of the president, lays out Ukraine's intentions and plans to go to war with Russia in order to be recognized as part of NATO, literally saying that in order for us to be recognized as part of NATO, we have to go to war with Russia. So my question, and wait till you see this video now, what you're also going to have to do is read the, the, the captions at the bottom because this is all in Ukrainian, and it's very quick, but basically what you're going to see is Zelensky's top advisor say their plan from 2019 was to go to war with Russia, and it was the only way that they were ever going to be accepted as part of NATO. Watch this.
3: То есть, если
4: Украина получает выдачи в НАТО, то тогда мы можем говорить мы, о, о каких-то да. сроках прекращения войны? Нет, ни о каких сроках прекращения войны мы не будем говорить. Наоборот, это, скорее всего, подтолкнет крупной военной операции России против Украины. Потому что они должны нас будут просадить в инфраструктурном отношении и превратить здесь всё в разваленную территорию, для того, чтобы нас неохотно вырабатывать. То есть Россия сможет пойти на прямую конфронтацию с Конечно, НАТО? Конечно. не НАТО. Мы не успе... Они должны это сделать до того, как мы вступим в НАТО, чтобы мы не были интересны НАТО перестали быть интересны, как разваленная территория. А с вероятностью 99,9% наша цена за вступление НАТО – это большая война с Россией. А если мы не вступим в НАТО, это поглощение России в течение 10-12 лет. Вот и вся вилка, в которой мы находимся. А теперь давайте выбирайте Зеленского. Подождите, а теперь если поставить чашу на весы а что лучше в таком случае? Конечно, крупная война, с, крупная война с Россией и переход в НАТО по, по результатам победы над Россией что такое может быть крупная война с Россией? Вот. Ну, это воздушная операция наступательная, вторжение российских армий, вот, четырех, которые они создали на наших границах, там осада Киева, попытка окружить войска, в, которые в ОТО mm-hmm. находятся, в ООС, операция обмененных сил, прорыв через Крымский перешей, выход на Новокаховское на водохранилище, чтобы воду в Крым дать, наступление с территории Беларуси, создание новых народных республик, диверсии удары по объектам критической инфраструктуры и так далее. 20, 2020 and tw- 2020 to 2022
1: it would be most critical if that's when we did it. Now, he is saying that if we don't go to war with Russia, then they will absorb us in 10 to 12 years. That is what he that's what his opinion is and says that if we don't go to war with Russia, then Russia will basically make us uninteresting to NATO. They will bomb us or they will they will destroy certain parts of Ukraine to make us uninteresting to NATO. So the only way for us to get into NATO is to show them that we can fight. And in order for us to show them that we can fight, we have to go to war with Russia. Now, a lot of people here in America will say, well, don't you think that they have the right to defend themselves against the looming threat of Russia taking them over? Don't you think that we, that, that we don't have the right to tell them that they can't uh, have missiles and have nuclear de- uh, bombs and have bases that threaten Russia? And my, uh, my response to that is, look, in a perfect world, I would agree with you. But do you think the United States of America Do we think that the United States of America would allow Mexico to let Russia put bioweapons or biolabs, excuse me, not bioweapons lab, biolabs, and missiles and um, offensive and defensive missile defense systems on the border of the United States and, and Mexico? No, they wouldn't. So Mexico would be doing, or I mean, United States would be doing the same thing with Mexico. As Russia is doing with Ukraine right now, if we felt that our country was under threat of some kind of nuclear or missile attack from bases and outside interferences and outside countries on our border in Mexico. So you have to understand that we don't live in a perfect world, ladies and gentlemen. We all want peace. We all want the world to be at peace. Unfortunately, we deal with sin and with sin, men will never be at peace because we are a decaying society. Because of sin. We are a decaying universe because of sin. So we have to think logical and we have to think, you know, pragmatic and we have to think, okay, what's really going on here? And what's going on here is Ukraine has had the option to not have bloodshed and has had the option to not have this war and has had the option to not have to send Zelensky to Germany and to Canada and to the United States. Telling, reminding them about their national disasters in their lifetimes, like Pearl Harbor and Hitler and things that happened in Canada to try to beg for more weapons to fight Russia and bring us all into this big war together. So what I'm saying is when you have a chance to stop people from dying, take it, especially when it's the same deal that you had just prior to February 25th or whenever this all started. You know what I mean? And these guys have had this plan in place to use this as a crutch to get them into NATO. And it makes all the perfect sense when they just did the emergency request to be into NATO just a week ago. So don't tell me that this is some just out of the blue invasion. This has been a looming fight for quite some time. Now, the other day, I told you and laid out the plan that not the plan, but the ceasefire uh, terms that Russia gave to Ukraine and Ukraine turned them down. And I thought that that was kind of odd because the same terms that Russia gave them to stop the war was the same agreement that they had had prior to all of this. So what started it all? Well, we're going to go to a CNBC uh, over the seas, overseas, excuse me. Um, network, a CNBC affiliate, and they're actually going to break this down and talk about it, and the guy that you're going to see being interviewed, he says the same thing I do. To stop killing, why don't you just go back to what you had already agreed to for so long? Check this out.
3: Desire to escalate to nuclear, and that's why I've been arguing for, for de-escalation, for, for making a compromise, and I, I think that there can be a compromise. I think there could have been a compromise even before the war, and the sad part is the compromise that eventuates may be worse for Ukraine than the compromise they could have gotten before the war and avoided all this death and destruction.
0: So, Alan, you do a lot of work not just on nuclear, but also on on military intervention. So describe to us uh, what the off ramp in terms of a diplomacy and a negotiated solution resolution to Russia, Ukraine would look like.
3: Well, uh, first of all, um, I think that uh, Ukraine has to say um, that they're not going to join NATO. They're not going to be importing weapons from NATO that could threaten uh, Russia. They will not serve as a base for you know, missiles and other things that Russia views as a threat. And then there's going to be – have to be some agreement on the enclaves in the southeast that are, are pro-Russian. And also on Crimea, which uh, Russia annexed in um, 2014. You know, this is what you know. All, all the you know. Not to defend Putin and not to defend any of his uh, military actions and 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 attacks that that uh, appear to be war crimes. But the deal that he was pushing for ahead of this war was simply to implement uh, an agreement that Ukraine had signed itself in 2015, the Minsk II agreement. And what that agreement said is that these enclaves would have autonomy within Ukraine. They would still be part of Ukraine, but they would have autonomy. And Putin, I think, felt this would ensure that Ukraine never joined NATO, that he would always have a finger in Ukrainian politics. And that was sufficient for him.
1: Now, what I like about what that guy said is that he actually said the quiet part out loud. But he's afraid to even say the quiet part out loud. As a reporter, he has to he has to preface what he his statement with now not to sound like I'm you know with Putin and not to sound like I agree with Putin and not to say he was in the right. But basically, he's saying he just offered the same terms of agreement that Ukraine had already signed in 2015. So what's the deal? What's the problem? The problem is. The goalpost and the red line that Putin put in the sand for Ukraine was pushed pushed forward. That red line was crossed with the help of the Biden crime family. And this is a war that the Biden crime family and the rhinos and the Uniparty in America and the Democrats have been trying to push for quite some time. Now, the conspiracy theory is, is it because of Hunter Biden? Is it because of the Biden crime family? Is it because they're trying to cover things up? Who knows? Long story short, you've been being lied to every single day since the, the end of February, and it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop on CNN. It's not going to stop on Fox. It's not going to stop anywhere. You're going to continue to be lied to about who the good guy is and who the bad guy is. Guess what? Good guy, United States. Bad guy, both those countries that we're talking about. Good guy, American people. Bad guy, American politicians. And that's the bottom line. Wow, I almost said because Stone Cold said so, but this isn't WWE. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to take another quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We're done talking about Ukraine and Russia. When we come back, live from America, we'll be right back. Look, folks, I'm not afraid to say you're being lied to. I'm not afraid to say that every single thing that you continue to hear about this is absolutely fake, false, and fabricated. It is. And, I, and what, what leads me to say that isn't that I'm better than anybody else or I'm, I know more than anybody else, it isn't any of that. It's just plain old fashioned hard work and research, investigative research. That's it. And your investigative research, if you have enough time to do it, which you guys pay me to do, so I do have the time, leads me every single day away from the narrative. And the narrative is hero, 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 stand, stand, stand with the bad guy. And I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to allow them to do that to you guys, at least not going to allow them to do it to you without giving you the other side. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, Nancy says, distractions to keep truth about laptop. That's a good point. Mo Brooks, Rhino, I heard President Trump's going to take his endorsement back. Yeah, what is going on with truckers? Well, matter of fact, good thing you asked. I tried to get uh, my contact here, um, uh, Lee Dundas and and or her her friend uh, Maureen to come on tonight, but they couldn't come on tonight. I said, can you please give me an update on what's going on with the People's Convoy because it seems to have been lost now and dried up and I really need to know what's going on. And uh, they said they couldn't come on tonight, but they'll give me an audio update of everything that's going on. And if they get that to me over the weekend, I'll post it, okay? We will never been, we have never been told the full truth ever. I agree with that. I do agree with that. COVID-19 2.0 coming soon. Well, that's only if we allow it. (laughs) Only if we allow it. You know what I mean? Uh, Dautet, Jeremy, you always give us the truth or I'll die trying. One of the two. One of the two. All right, here we go. Let's come back. And welcome back here on Real America's Voice News. You're locked and loaded. Here on Live from America, I'm Jeremy Harrell, the host of the show. Thank you for joining in. And if you're new to the show, you're watching it for the first time, yeah, it's a different show. Yeah, I'm a different kind of guy. And yeah, we have a different kind of audience. But you know what? We're the same kind of people that we, you would invite to your backyard barbecue and have a good old time. And that's what we like to do here on Live from America. So let's move on, folks. We, uh, we've said for quite some time now that tightening our belt meaning financially, economically, is probably something that we all want to start doing. I'm noticing that. I know you're all noticing that. You're paying far more a month for energy, for gas, for fuel, for food, for everything. And everybody has to tighten up. Sometimes we have to do that as Americans. Sometimes we have such a great economy like we did under President Trump, we can splurge a little bit. Sometimes we can't. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay. And it will be okay in the end as well. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about with you know, with the with the dollar you know tanking daily, and with talks and threats of federal uh, of the uh, the reserve currency being the uh, the Chinese uh, currency or or whoever else's, um, the threat of something serious happening is there. With a $30 trillion debt, talks of having reserve currency somewhere else, Dollar, the bottom dropping out of the dollar, inflation crazy, It's, it's the threat is there. So I started, I started looking into something. I started looking into, you know, what countries go through when they do collapse financially. Like, what are the stages? And I started researching different countries that have been down this path. Most generally, it's countries that were capitalist countries or free market countries that ended up going in the way of socialism and then full communism, okay? So those are the, those are the countries that I, that I researched and to see step-by-step kind of, you know, how that works and how that happens, what they go through. And what I came to find out, ladies and gentlemen, is what kind of currency is good if you get to a point where you have to barter. Now, I'm not saying we're going to get there. I just thought this was an interesting topic to talk about based on other countries that are going through this. Now, you would think that food and water, probably your priorities, right? Those are probably worth more than anything in a collapsing system where you get to the point where you're trading and, and, and bartering for different things, okay? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I found out something very interesting. Is That's cigarettes. Ladies and gentlemen, cigarettes are actually one of the most traded commodities in an economy that collapses and is heading towards socialism and or communism. Now, I want to read you this. Uh, This is actually more recent, and this is actually in Ukraine during Russian forces invading. And then, you know, I just want to I just want to read this for you. Here we go. Check this out. Edgar Jevergan. This is hard to say. Edward Javargian, 38, tried to convince his family to leave Maripol days before the uh, invasion, but they refused. At first, the bombardment was sporadic, but but as it intensified, panic buying emptied the shelves at grocery stores. As desperation mounted, money lost its value. They need more gasoline, but the only currency for it could be traded was cigarettes, which Mr. Javargian didn't have. Instead, he attempted to barter five bottles of expensive cognac, but nobody was willing to exchange alcohol for gasoline. Eventually, Mr. Javargian found someone who had broken into a shop and obtained a large quantity of cigarettes, some of which he was willing to exchange for the cognac. With the cigarettes, he was able to obtain 25 liters, about six and a half gallons of gas. When other residents broke into gas stations, he was able to exchange more cigarettes for more additional fuel and was able to get what he needed. So I thought that was interesting, and I started looking back through time. And cigarettes and tobacco has always been one of the most high-valued commodity when you are in a collapsing financial and economic disaster of a country— Moving towards socialism, which is what the left and the brain-dead Antifa, BLM, left-wing Marxist, uh, you know, terrorists have wanted us to go to, which is just odd to me because you end up eating your own pets and bartering for things that you need. Now, I'm not in any way saying that we are going in that, well, we are going in that direction, but I'm not in any way saying that we're going to get there, that it's that catastrophic or severe here, but just so you know, in times of despair, ladies and gentlemen, cigarettes might just, (laughs) they might just help you out. Isn't that something odd? Very, very odd, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I want to go to the next story here. President Trump made two, two statements put out today. The first statement that he responded to the New York Times report on Hunter Biden's laptop. President Trump this morning responded to the New York Times finally admitting that Hunter Biden's laptop from hell is real." quote "The New York Times just admitted that it participated in an effort to rig the election for Joe Biden." Trump said, linking the New York Post as the people who actually put the, put the story out first and, and, and broke the story. President Trump doesn't very rarely puts out a statement. Where he has one sentence. And this is just another piece of the puzzle that is President Donald J. Trump and his art of his comeback. He's very matter of fact. He's playing The Undertaker music at his rallies, talking about coming back, talking about the process has already begun, and then comes out and says the New York Times just admitted it participated in an effort to rig an election for Joe Biden. And that was it. Very matter of fact. He also made a statement today about Mark Burnovich. Now, we did this morning, we did a story on Mark Burnovich and how he's absolutely been doing nothing, and not only doing nothing, but having backyard parties with left-wing Trump-hating organizations and Maricopa County supervisors who he is supposed to be investigating for felonies. Mr. Trump was not happy with that. He said, when is the attorney general of Arizona going to rule on all of the election fraud and large scale election irregularities that wait before him? People want to know whether or not Attorney General Brnovich is up to the to do the right thing or it's just politics as usual. As an example, the strongly Trump endorsed Carrie Lake, who is running for governor, has made the fraudulent 2020 election a primary part of her campaign. She is leading. By massive numbers over her weak rhino competitors. This is both the issue of the day and the crime of the century, he said. And now on top of everything else, it was just announced by the New York Times that they, in collusion with other fake news media, covered up the Hunter Biden crime story prior to the election. Um, A 15 point difference. Wow. What a country. You notice what President Trump does? He posts things and then later they come true. So why would it get, why, 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 why would any naysayer out there who's, who I get it, who's just upset about everything that we're dealing with, why would they even for a minute doubt what he says is true? Everything he says has been proven to be true. And he's not, he's, he's not mincing his words, folks. I can tell you that he is not mincing his words. Let's move on real quick. We got a lot of stories to get through. A memo is circulating. In the Vatican right now, that is not very good for Catholics. A a memo to Catholic cardinals calls current Pope a catastrophe and a disaster and calls for the next Pope to actually support Christian fidelity. I would like to know from my Catholic brothers and sisters if you feel the same way. An anonymous entity circulating among Catholic cardinals, including a memorandum urging them to pick someone unlike the current Pope. The Catholic cardinals for centuries have chosen the Pope. They really messed up with the current socialist in the Vatican from what this memo says. A memorandum memorandum circulating among the Catholic cardinals who will elect the next Pope Pope calls Francis um, a disaster and a catastrophe while laying out essential tasks for the next successor to St. Peter. The nearly 2,000-word memo signed with a pseudonym of demos People in Greek declares that historically, the Pope and the Church of Rome have a unique role in preserving the the apostolic tradition, the rule of faith in ensuring that the churches continue to teach what Christ and the apostles taught, a role that has been virtually abandoned since the installation of Pope Francis in March 2013. By the way, which was odd, wasn't it? That Benedict was there for like a second, was removed, and then this guy was placed in? Very odd. Very, very odd. The text goes on to criticize the silence of the papacy in the face of a public uh, in, in the face of public uh, refuta- refutations of key elements of the church's moral teaching by high-ranking um, prelates combined with a heavy-handed crackdown on conservative, traditionalists it also underscores grave failures on the part of pope francis to support human rights in venezuela hong kong mainland china and now in the russian invasion adding that there has been no public support for the loyal catholics in china who have been intermittently persecuted for their loyalty to the papacy for more than 70 years and it goes on to do some quite does it goes on to do quite a hit job on the pope so my question to all of you who are catholic i am not catholic do you agree with that do you stand with your current pope and if not why let me know in the comment sections and also send me emails to let me know because i would be very curious to see what other catholics who watch this show actually say so ladies and gentlemen we're going to get ready for our next commercial break here On Real America's Voice News, live from America. We'll be right back right after this. I ask that you please stay tuned, because we work hard to bring you the truth. We'll be right back. So for my Live from America family, what do you guys all think of that? Catholic here. No, I think he's a fraud and corrupted. Wow. Wow. The Pope capitulated to Trump four years ago. I am Catholic and absolutely I feel the same way. Many communists in the Vatican. The Vatican is evil. It's just a matter of time before it is revealed. I am Catholic as well and I don't trust the Pope. Hope this pick for Supreme Court doesn't get appointed. (laughs) Don't like the Pope, never did, and I am Catholic. Good friend of mine is Catholic and is against the Pope. Wow. I'm just reading out all you guys that say you're Catholic, and I have not, as a former Catholic, he is not good. He is good in the eyes of liberal Catholics. Well, then you have to break down who's a liberal, how many liberal Catholics are there and how many conservative Catholics are there. I mean, the whole thing, the, the whole thing is just, is, is really odd, and it's very, it's a very interesting story, I will, I will admit, especially me not being a Catholic, it's a very interesting story. See where we are here. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. All right, we know where we are. All right, let's come back from this break and let's get right back to the news, folks. Here we go. Welcome back, folks. Hey, look, we've got some good news coming out of the state of Wisconsin because a lot of the reason that courts would not listen to any kind of fraud accusations about the 2020 election was because people didn't have what the courts called standing but you know who does have standing actual voters ladies and gentlemen especially when there was fraud that was proven in their state now an elector out of the state of wisconsin has filed a complaint accusing madison wisconsin mayor and the madison wisconsin city clerk of election bribery folks now what this mayor has actually been um, been under investigation by Justice Michael Gableman, and Justice Michael Gableman says that he thinks that this guy should be locked up for doing what, he, uh, doing what they've done and, and not answering the questions that they've asked. An elector in Madison, Wisconsin filed a complaint on thir- Thursday against Mayor... Uh say hopefully I say this right. Sacha Rhodes Conway and Clerk Maribeth witzel Bell, accusing them of election bribery after making the deal making a deal with the Center for Tech and Civic Life, which got money from Mark Zuckerberg, by the way, which constituted uh prohibited election bribery under Wisconsin statutes. This all stems from Michael Gableman's report, folks. So that's why that's why you know there's facts behind it. It's already been proven, and now someone can actually do something about it, hopefully. In the agreement, the respondents and their city agreed to take Center for Tech and Civic Life's money to facilitate in-person and absentee voting within their city. And any agreement where the city's election officials receive Center for Tech and Civic Life's or others' private money to facilitate in-person and absentee voting within the city violates which Wisconsin Statute's 12 prohibition on election bribery, the complaint stated. Attorney Eric Cardle of the Thomas Moore uh, Society um, the, says the evidence in this complaint is overwhelming and condemning. Even on the surface, given all the benefit of the doubt, there is no question that Mayor Rhodes Conway and Clerk Whitzel Bell uh, accepted private money from the, from the Center for Tech and Civic Life to facilitate in-person and absentee voting in Madison. This is clear violation of Wisconsin election law. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's hope that this complaint turns into a lawsuit. Let's hope this lawsuit turns into something more uh, tangible. And, and you know what, folks? I know we all want everybody to go to jail. Oh, my Atlanta, do I want everybody to go to jail? Do I want everybody to go to jail? But the fact of the matter is, folks, if we can, first of all, we need to make sure that all of our work actually leads to us winning again. Then we can put everybody in jail who deserves it but... Somebody that does deserve something is the Smarty Award of the Day, and we're going to go ahead and give that to this elector in Wisconsin. Smarty Award of the Day here on Live from America goes to courageous Wisconsin electors who are not going to allow their state to be stolen, at least anyway not without a fight. And that's what we want here, folks, just a fighting chance. Give us a fighting chance by allowing the actual evidence to come out. Amen? All right, folks. I want, to, uh, I want to talk about the accomplishments that I talked about in the beginning of the show. It is no coincidence. This is me speaking as Jeremy Harrell, a citizen, not a reporter to you or a journalist for you. I don't believe that there is any coincidence that two days after Russia announces sanctions on Hunter and Joe Biden, that the laptop from hell all of a sudden is back in the news and, quote, under investigation. My question is, do you? Do you think there's a coincidence in the fact that Russia claims to know all of our secrets of our dirty politicians? They're the best at cyber warfare and cyber spying. And two days after these guys are sanctioned, the laptop from hell all of a sudden becomes a thing again. It's not like a Republican brought it up. It's not like there was new information from Rudy Giuliani or Donald Trump. No. So why in the world would the laptop from hell just pop up two days after Hunter, Joe, Hunter and Joe Biden get sanctioned by Russia? That's number one. It's also no coincidence That flip-flop Fauci, Mr. Ratface Fauci himself, has been in hiding for the last three weeks as the country moves away from COVID because it's not even here anymore. But all of a sudden comes out yesterday and says that he fears that Republicans are going to come after him after the midterms and they're going to make it some kind of Benghazi witch hunt all over again. This is Fauci saying this. And then today announces that he may retire over resignation demands. As resignation demands grow, Tony the rat-faced Fauci has said that he might be considering retiring. And this is after Rand Paul has let him know, we know everything about you. And this is after he comes out and says, I believe that the Republicans are coming after me after the midterms. Tony Fauci spoke about retiring from public life as demands for his termination have grown louder this week. Fauci, 81 years old, man, 81 years old. Told ABC that he is certainly thinking of retiring as President Biden's top medical advisor, suggesting he will stay until the end of the pandemic. Hmm. Fauci noted the pandemic might already be over. Well, then what are we talking about here? He says, I've said that I would stay and do my job until the end of the pandemic phase, and I think we might be getting there, he says. Weird. Fauci, uh, he says, I can't stay in this job forever unless my staff is going to find me slumped over my desk one day. I'd rather not do that. Well, some of us might rather that that is what you do, Tony the Rat Face Fauci. Some of us actually feel that maybe... <laughs> That is the right course. But either way, do you think it's a coincidence that this dumb dumb is now talking about retiring because we have found out everything about him? I don't think so. So just for that, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to get it. Come on, man.
0: <laughs>
3: we did it. We did it, Joe.
1: dum dumb award of the day. Tony, the flip-flop rat face. Fauci running and hiding because he knows... What's coming? But it's not only that. It's not only the laptop from hell that's come out, and it's not even by anything that we've done, except for fighting for the last year and a half. And now, Tony the rat-faced Fauci is running like a scared dog with his tail between his legs. But not only that, ladies and gentlemen, let's look at CNN. Jeff Zucker, fired. Chris Cuomo, fired. Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, and the rest of them thrown under the bus by Chris Cuomo, and the entire network might just collapse and crumble. Rhinos being cleansed out of the Republican party to make room for the new Republican party the ones that are not going to cower and cry every time a democrat mentions the word racist or bigot 32 democrats running for the hills all of them incumbents most of them with power who would never even have a chance of losing but have decided that they are going to run for the hills and never seek re-election joe biden's poll numbers in the trash which actually actually represent the entire Democratic Party. Almost 50 election security laws have been passed since November 3rd of 2020 and we are more involved as individuals in our local election process and our school boards than we have ever been, and we are taking back our country. That's not a bad list of accomplishments for a ragtag bunch of patriots in just 14 months, is it, ladies and gentlemen? Can I get an amen? Look, sometimes, just sometimes, we have to highlight all the accomplishments that we have done. Because we spend 24 hours a day fighting this machine, we we tend to lose sight of what we've accomplished. And my job, ladies and gentlemen, part of my job is to not let you ever lose sight of what we've accomplished, but we've got plenty more to do. We've got plenty more to do, folks. We're going to take one more, just one more commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. You don't want to go anywhere. We've got two awesome videos to show you when we come back. Stay tuned. Woo! What a week, huh? I am so drained. I am so tired. I am so wrecked. What happens to the buttons? I loved the buttons. Well, we have the buttons. You heard the you heard the Smarty Award button. You heard the you heard the Dumb Dumb Award button. You have heard throughout this week the Where's Hunter button. We've got the blah 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 button. Blah 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 blah. We've got the Leave Them Kids Alone button. We've got the Drain the Swamp. swamp, swamp We've got the... If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. So we still got all the buttons. They're just all digital now. You know what I mean? Everything's digital now because I don't want to hold buttons right here for you to actually hear them in front of this mic. Um, no, I don't like the buttons, says Lynn. <laughs> Thanks, Lynn. I appreciate you. Melly says she loves the buttons. How about that? Well, speaking of the buttons, we're actually going to show the button. We're going we're gonna to show one of the buttons when we come back from this commercial break, or at least listen to one of the buttons. Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. Look, we are, we always have these, it's, it's kind of like a radio show around here, right? We've got these segments that are like radio segments. We've got all these funny sounds and funny noises. And we always got these great buttons that people have sent uh, into Live from America over time. Uh, one of the buttons that we have now, digital buttons, that we forgot to play for Tony the Rat Fauci announcing that he's possibly retiring is this. Hit the, road, Jack, no Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. We also have this one. people love the buttons, thank you all so very much, I appreciate that, okay, I want to play two videos for you, don't got a lot of time, one, I thought this, I just saw this today, and I thought this was great, I thought it was a good moment, captured, and we always need to smile once in a while, right, ladies and gentlemen, a cheerleader, or actually the cheerleading team, at a college basketball game, saved the day, and actually showed up, the basketball players, the basketball players couldn't get the ball out of it was too it was stuck up on top of the uh the uh the basketball hoop. They couldn't get it down. So who'd they call on? They call on their fearless cheerleaders to get it down. Check this out. Or maybe he's got to go on Vern's yeah. shoulders. We got toss holding Pfeiffer. That's Kelly is not tall
0: enough. <laughs> Major issues here in Portland. Why don't we get a new ball? Why why don't the cheerleaders? They're used to going up high. Let's get it. Yes, get the cheerleader up. Get her up there. This is how you do it. Give her the mob. Now she's got it. Oh, that's awesome.
1: That's awesome. The
0: cheerleader saves the day. And that's her
1: one shining moment. This place is on its feet. Now, I don't agree with the mask wearing, but you know what? If you were there live and you saw that, you would smile. And that was the whole reason for showing you that video was just to make you smile. Now, one other video I definitely want to show you and get in before we leave today, folks. Tomorrow, Real America's Voice News is getting into the MMA game. Are you kidding me? MMA has been a second passion of mine for 20 years. Years and longer than 20 years before Dana White even took over the UFC. I've been a huge, huge fan of the MMA uh, and just the, the entire MMA industry and the art, which is mixed martial arts. And tomorrow, Real America's Voice News will be broadcasting a fight of two legends. And yours truly will be able, I will be virtually broadcasting and coming in as a guest to do guest broadcasting for this fight. Check it out. This is actually really cool, guys. This is two legends going at it for the Freedom Belt.
2: On March 19th, at the Miami Airport Convention Center, the first ever fight night promoting America's freedom. Join founder Harrison Rogers and UFC champion Frank Mir for a unique and exciting event you don't want to miss. Two UFC champions will go head-to-head. Team Tito Ortiz faces off against Team
1: Rampage Jackson. One of them will become the Freedom Champion. Because they're ready to fight, but they have one unified goal, to fight for America's freedom. So the
2: question is, are you ready to fight? Visit FreedomFightNight.com to secure a
1: sponsorship table, buy event tickets, or purchase a pay-per-view for just $12.95 on CloudHub. Don't miss your chance to fight for America's freedom. Brought to you by Real America's 19th, Voice, ladies and it's gentlemen. The Miami Airport. I love it. I love it. Getting into the uh, sports world, the sports broadcasting world, and of course, one of my favorites. And they're fighting for the freedom belt. That can't. You can't go wrong. Tomorrow, six o'clock prelim start on Real America's Voice News. You don't want to miss it, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, yours truly will be doing guest commentary uh, virtually. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us here on Live from America this week. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you Monday bright and early for more Live from America. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you tomorrow for the fight. See you later, fight, folks. See you later. Bye-bye. Birth of America. Been a long time coming, and we all learned something that we wanted. I'm